All right, everybody, welcome back to Six Feet Under. Our new uh, Six Feet special this uh, time is going to be a game called Laws Out, uh, which is available now. And it uh, is an auction-based cowboy adventure game for three to eight players, according to the text on top of the cover. And designed by friend of the show, Jacob Randolph, also known as Gnome, also known as our featured player guest this week. Hey! Yay! Glad to be back. You're, you're no longer a special guest. You're now a featured player. It's I'm like, a regular guest. It's the, it's the middle part of the Saturday Night Live credits. You're not actually on the cast, but you're not the the, the host. Special thanks at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Somewhere He's graduated away from special thanks to. <laughs> also with. Also with. Special thanks with. to Jess Purdy. Yes, our very special guest, Hi. Jess Purdy of uh, Gamer XP. Tell us about yourself and what you do, please. Um. Well, I am the editor of Gamer XP. That's uh, gamer-xp.com. We're an online role-playing magazine, uh, and I don't really know what else to say. That's, That's plenty, plenty, honestly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that covers it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, from the regular stable, our regular cast, we have Wolfshirt, Ambisagris, Drackle, and myself, Mr. Ironicus, the the sex And the rest. Yeah. <laughs> And those guys. Well, if you guys want to tell me what you're up to lately, go ahead. Nah. Well, uh, for it, well, for one thing, uh, Ironicus has just successfully had the biggest like Patreon success in Let's Play. Hey, second Over biggest night. so far. Second biggest. G- okay. Give it a couple weeks. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, or like a day, <laughs> given your uh, unbelievable uh, success in the world of talking at video games. If we're going to plug any Patreons tonight, it will be the one that supports Gamer XP. Yeah. 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 They can keep yeah. articles like about video games and mm-hmm. RPGs. Mm-hmm. And our uh, new uh, original fiction. That just popped up this week. In the other current events, we also have uh, uh, Wolford's no, it's fine. Riveting no, Bubsy we're 3D. No, we're okay. no, let's not. Let's yes, not. We're, we're fine. That's entirely on topic. Uh, <laughs> no, let's move on. What are you guys doing? Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, how you doing? What? <laughs> Anyhow. Don't ask Nate. He's never had a thought. So we're playing Laws we're Out. Okay. This. Yeah, Laws Out is a game that takes uh, a bit of a lead from, say, uh, all your world-type games and that characters choose a... a largely predefined archetypal type uh we've but uh in this case it's all western folks it's the the baron the preacher the outlaw etc so uh who wants to introduce themselves first we can actually just jump into the game with the opening scene because the point of the introduction your introduction scene is you introduce yourself all right, what's the opening Well, scene? fine. Be the expert who wrote I the dang will. thing, why don't you? <laughs> All right, let's, expert, let's just defer to the person who wrote the game, I guess. <laughs> so yeah, let's let's do that thing. You're right. Okay, You're right. You're absolutely right. Scenes work is everyone has a question on their sheet to tell us before. And the first thing you do when it's your turn to make the scene is you tell us about yourself. You answer that question, introduce your character. I am playing today as the outlaw, Coraline Starchild Madison. Um, it says Starchild on her wanted poster because she, no one knows where she came from and she has a tattoo of a star on the back of both of her hands and on her forehead. Hmm. And no one really knows her name. Um, she's just called the Starchild because 
fetch the tattoos. So for my opening scene, I think she's going to be on the outskirts of town. Um, wherever our town happens to be. And she's watching the train roll in. Um, with her goons at the binoculars. No one else is here. She's just watching and waiting for a moment. And that's my scene. Okay. We should probably determine some sort of clockwise order since we have to say something about the person to the left. Oh, right. That's also a thing. <laughs> yeah, we I had a table order thing in mind and then didn't do it because um, I forgot. <coughs> going to prep that before the game. <laughs> I'll type an order in chat based on how I see everyone's Skype windows. Okay. The most reliable source of information. Yes. Skype. So the player to my left is going to be Jess Purdy, actually. Um, I think I will say something about Jess last after everyone's introduced themselves. So next would be, going backwards, General Ironicus, who will then say something about my character after introducing themselves. Okay. Well, uh, my character oh. is the preacher, Reverend Cole. Oh, thank, thank you for the handy, handy list. Reverend Cole, uh... Uh, the tell us before question is what is your vice? What is your virtue? Uh, Reverend Cole's uh, uh, vice is pride and his virtue is honesty. Now uh, this scene, it's uh, Sunday morning. Uh, services, of course. Where else would you expect to find the preacher? But uh, at the head of the church. The church isn't looking so hot. It's got a shabby roof. Uh, Beams of light are, are falling in uh, with dust floating in the air. Uh, and there's about three people sitting in the pews uh, nowhere near one another. That's your average small town church. So it can take, say, about 150 people. It has three. But he's still uh, 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 saying, pre preaching the, the good news and uh, giving it his all, although... You see, uh, there's a moment when he looks up from, from his notes where uh, the, seeing how empty the church is, it, there's a moment where his heart just isn't quite in it. Now... Are any of those three people any of us? You know... <laughs> uh, let's see, who all do we have? Well, definitely not uh, Nate's character. Nah. But now nah, the devil's just not sermon. <laughs> I've heard all this a million times. <laughs> uh, there's a straight one of them's the stranger, and the other two are not uh, characters are not major characters in this film. Uh, now I get to say something about Starchild, huh? Yeah. Uh, Starchild. Uh, and, and this isn't something that comes from our character knowledge, just like, whatever. Yeah, you just make things up. Just make things up. I love that. And they will be true. They will be true. Uh, Starchild uh, is actually a, a, a daughter of wealth, though she may not know it. Okay. Although she hmm. may totally know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she totally knows it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And you also know that, Reverend, although other people may not. Oh, cool. Alright, next in order is Nate, unless uh, 
Ironic is wanting to do anything with that scene with Reverend Cole, considering the stranger is there. All right. If you want, you could bid things. Oh. Well, I haven't been introduced yet. I so. think, yeah, I, I'll hold off on that. We'll just make it a very simple scene like that. Sounds Quick good. Cuts. Quick cuts. Quick cuts. Quick cuts to Tarantino. <laughs> yeah, we're... Next up is the other end of the religious spectrum. <laughs> I am playing as the devil. Old Scratch himself. I'm playing as the devil himself. I'm here in the flesh. And it says, tell us before, what's here that everyone wants? It's the same thing that everybody in the West wants, you know. They want love. They want money. They want to get away from the city. They have some secret to hide that they and they don't want that to get out. Everybody's got a secret. So what we want here is secrets. Or escape from secrets. Is, yeah. is that yeah. what you, you're trying to get Everybody across? here wants to escape from secrets. Okay. I like it. That's very That's western. So what are you doing in your special scene? So yeah, what's the devil, devil up to in this town? <laughs> the devil's just hanging out. Oh, <laughs> uh, mostly yes, actually. The devil is kind of just hanging out. He's he wants some souls as he always does, and he's got his eye on a few people in this town. And he thinks he knows ways to get to them. Who are you looking at right now? The people in the highest places have the longest way to fall, so he's keeping his eye on the preacher. <laughs> Alright, now tell us something true about the Baron to your left. Uh, oh, wait, no, 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 the other no, one. No, no, I was reading preacher. backwards. Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. Tell oh, us man. about the tell preacher. Tell us about Devil. Reverend Cole. Reverend Cole. Reverend Cole doesn't always practice what he preaches. Okay. okay. Well, he's a prideful man. Uh, <laughs> All right. That's it. That's the devil. That's the devil's due. <laughs> and the Baron. The next one is me, and I'm Cincinnati Tex. And my power is that I have so much money. <laughs> you see, my mama, she owned a brewery, and my daddy owned a cattle ranch. So now I'm the sole owner of our beautiful country's only cattle brewery. Brewery. <laughs> if you want the delicious stock, oh please, I I only I live off the stuff, son. Fermented. And if you want the delicious taste of barbecue sauce, assorted fermenting beef parts, and slaughterhouse floor drippings in your beer, you buy Cincy's BBBQ. BBBQ. <laughs> the extra B is for brew. <laughs> oh my! That's how that's how he earned his money. Uh, let's yeah, see. okay. <laughs> you hurt you take your riches. The people I hurt, I didn't hurt any one of the main players, but I would assume many of the tens of thousands of people suffering from food poisoning in this state alone, <laughs> who I have paid off. Even after paying them off, though, I've come out with a tidy sum tell you what. <laughs> they, in fact, they pay you not to put your stuff in their stores. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, everybody loves it. How could you not love it? And I guess I have to, I guess I have to tell something about the devil now. Unless I do that after my scene. After your scene. 
All right. Well, the scene isn't is going to be a quiet scene, much like the rest. Uh, the Baron is going to be coming in on that train that the outlaw is watching. So he's just going to be sitting there counting all of his money, <laughs> looking after a new town that he's going to take over. <laughs> and hmm, about the devil. Let's see. I'm going to say that the devil. I'm gonna say that I got I got the secret recipe to my new high highbrow kind of uh, brew called Slaughterbrow. Uh, I got that directly from the devil. You don't say. <laughs> That's I got the recipe from the devil. <laughs> I think I'd like to rise first now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and uh, and I pass my turn. Yep. Alright, next up is Drackle. Okay. I'm playing uh, Stranger. Stranger's name is Sove. Where did he come from? None of your business. <laughs> I mean, he's a stranger. <laughs> a surly sort of stranger. Hmm. Seems pretty much quiet. He never, he doesn't say a word. In fact, he's never said a word as far as anyone who's uh, in this town can tell. He doesn't even say amen after the prayer. What a... <laughs> he just showed up in town one day, beat up dusty leather coat, uh, gun strapped over his back, probably only a day or two. Okay. At most. Ropes, saddle, you know, various traveling women. He's got a saddle, but no horse. And he's got strapped to his back a uh, coffin. <laughs> oh, what's in it? Nobody knows. Oh boy, he doesn't seem like the kind of person who would just go to church one Sunday. Well, he's he's he was walking past the church, and is honestly, as far as Reverend Cole's concerned, anybody who comes near the church is part of the church. <laughs> <laughs> Harsh. He got in the church's blast radius. It's fine. He doesn't. So isn't even really aware that the preacher's even seen him at this point. He's in his he's in his own world. He's in his own world. So you're seeing him as walking through town and just being surly. Yeah, just being mysterious. Okay. It's so truth about the Baron. So uh, this is a truth about the Baron, eh? Mm. What? Well, let's see. What can you say that hasn't been said by him already? <laughs> Let's be honest. Hmm. His middle name is a different state. <laughs> what if he is isn't he... actually from Texas? He's not. He's from Pittsburgh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Same as my daddy. Upper state New York Tex. <laughs> you mean Buffalo? Tennessee Tex. Oh, Tennessee Tex. <laughs> Boston Tex. <laughs> no, that's fine. It's his secret shame is that he's not actually from Texas. It's a fake accent. <laughs> it's a don't say. <laughs> oh, excellent. Character of the year. All right, Sheriff, you're up next. Yeah, I'm the sheriff around here, Miss Emma Norris. Uh, I became the sheriff mostly because nobody else would do the damn job. Uh, I originally came out here to be the blacksmith, but I got robbed. 
Uh, so for the most part, I protect the business owners around here, and I've uh, mostly begrudgingly. Um, in my opening scene, I'm over at the Telegraph office. I've been trying for about the past six months to get the law to send somebody else out here so I can get out of town. Okay. So what you want is literally to escape. Yeah. All right, and then tell mm-hmm. us a truth about so the stranger. The stranger may not know it yet, but he knows a secret about me that could ruin me. Oh, interesting. All right, and then I have to say a truth about you, since we've wrapped it all the way around. And I think my secret is that, um, I think Starchild knows the one who took your stuff. Wasn't her, but she knows the outlaw who did. Was it the outlaw? (laughs) It was a different outlaw. Okay. (laughs) All right. Just want to be clear here. So I guess now uh, it's time for someone to rise. Someone rises. Hmm. Already? We can decide on who, and if no one has, if no one wants to rise, I'll do it because I could do a heist right well, now. <laughs> my rise is just that somebody is indebted to me, but I, I assume everybody is anyway, so it's. That's <laughs> <laughs> just the natural state of the world. It wouldn't really do much for my rise, Dad. Right, not right now, anyway. No, I mean, I'm my perfectly rise fine is... with Starchild doing a heist to start off the movie. Okay. I mean, my ro- my character's rise is better left as a reaction to somebody else's rise, I think. Mm. Okay. In that case, I will start with the heist. I set into motion a major heist that will take several scenes to unfold, so everyone's next scene will be focused on this one. When I rise, I count as making a major bid without bidding anything. We haven't even done that yet, so... <laughs> start of the heist always... You start does. by winning. Congratulations. <laughs> So, um, for the outlaw, I'm going to set a scene where we see the train coming in, and I know that the Baron Cincinnati text on that, and he has his new secret recipe. How oh, my new secret, secret recipe. But I'm here to steal that recipe. And also just piles of gold. Oh, yeah. Just because. Gold. Of course there's gold. It's my traveling gold. <laughs> That's my traveling gold. <laughs> uh, Star Child is running down the train on her horse with her three goons right behind her. And I will and I leap from my horse onto the train to start this heist. Okay. The heist always goes smoothly, so um present during the scene is going to be me and the Baron, but we don't really need to bid because I auto win. I bid these two cents. Okay. Okay, yeah. Let's make that real. Put that on your sheet as a bit of two cents. Two cents. A bit of two cents. Yeah. And I still have to place a bid, so I'm actually going to bid my horse with no name, because I actually don't feel like I want it for the rest of the movie. <laughs> well, so I'm going to leave it behind. It is a horse with no name. It is replaceable. Alright. Although, keep for, to break character for a moment, bidding doesn't necessarily mean you lose the thing, it's just... You, it, it has up. to... It, has it just be won't used. be used for the rest of the movie. Like when you bid, you can only make a bid once, ever. For- unfortunately, I I have a lot of money, so I can the only one who can use you money can bid multiple times. The same times. thing over and over as long yeah. as throwing money at it. <laughs> as long as I'm throwing money at a problem, I can keep bidding money. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm going to bid my loyal deputy, who happened to be on duty, uh, guarding that train. Okay. Um, you when it's a person or something, you don't have to bid like. Uh-huh. 
the entire thing in one go. I'm just bidding my horse. <laughs> I bid oh, my, well. the life of my of my deputy, if you I know is going to lose this bid anyway. <laughs> oh. You could just bid. The deputy is present. The deputy is on the scene. Yeah, that's what I'm going for. Okay. <laughs> so you'll write down for your bid placed. The deputy is present. All right. Um, so I'm going to jump onto the train, and mm-hmm. since I immediately get a major resource, or I, I place a major bid, I count as winning the scene. I get to narrate how it goes. Um, I'm going to say that, uh... Make sure you include my two cents. Yeah, I have to include your two cents. <laughs> yeah. I think they just fell out of your pocket in surprise. No! Jump through the train window. <laughs> my two cents! With my goons in tow behind me, and I have my pistol raised, and I say, hand over the recipe. Uh. Whenever I place a major bid, the outlaw's power is that I take what I can. I get to both seize resources and cause harm. Normally you do one or the other. Well, I guess since it since it automatically wins, you got, <laughs> here's the recipe. <laughs> I kinda well, actually, no. Down. You choose what you're going to bid. Oh, and I, what I'm I going to do here is I'm stealing whatever you're bidding. Oh, then I, then I bid my those two cents. No, you have to make a new bid. Oh, a new. The point bid. of causing harm is you make another bid right now after we've already done the scene. Let's uh, see. What do I have to bid with? I have a spoiled brat of a child. <laughs> Here we go. The only person wow. in the world who knows the secret recipe is my beautiful daughter, Freedom Tex. <laughs> Uh, Freedom Tex is a uh, synthetic fiber that they use to make American flags. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right. So I hand over my daughter who knows the secret recipe. Okay. Um, so you're putting her up for bid? Yeah, she's up for bid. And for C's resources, I'm going to say that she's a hostage now. Alrighty. And now we go to... Um, everyone gets to place a scene now. Starting so- whatever order we want. I guess we might as well just keep going. Yeah. Way. So, uh, the Baron placing a scene where he's putting his daughter. Or oh, his daughter has been taken hostage. Oh, I thought we were going to start over, like, from the bottom. The general Nate. No, we can go in any order for this. Alright. It's appropriate. So if we want to get Whoever wants to be in a scene. I guess there's pretty much only one thing for this scene. Uh, there's the outlaw, the deputy, and me are on this train, and I've given up. I've given up my darling daughter for to these Two outlaws. Cents. <laughs> these out, for these outlaws, I've given her up. Uh, okay. So I suppose people are going to bid against that. Yeah. Actually, since I get to set the scene, I'm going to say what happened was I grabbed her and took her hostage, and your my, your cause harm was blurting out, oh no, she's the one who knows the secret recipe. <laughs> oh no! How did you guess she's the only one who knows the secret recipe? Well, that's convenient. Oops. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> So now you get to set a scene where I have your daughter hostage. The deputy's here. You're here. We're on the train. Mm. You get to decide details. And then we mm. bid. Mm. I'd like to say that we're pretty close to getting into town. Let's okay. say let's say we're close to getting to the same town where the stra- that the unnamed nameless town that the stranger and the preacher and the town with no yeah, name. Yeah, the town. The town. The town. Ta- matters. The town. We're getting in pretty close to the town, and the outlaw's getting pretty, uh, pretty nervous that she's not gonna, or they're not gonna make it out before the train stops. 
Alright, I need a way out. So, <laughs> I think I'm going to bid that one of my incompetent goons is just going to go hassle the deputy and get in the way. So that way I can attempt to escape before the train gets to the station. Mm-hmm. What? Does the person uh, who sets up get to bid at all? No, I guess, right? Yes, you do, actually. Okay. How hmm. bidding works specifically, actually, we need to, I should go over this now. Yeah. Um, we start with the player who set the scene. So actually, the Baron gets to make the first bid, and then we go... Okay. Once hmm. everyone present has placed an initial bid, which right now will be me, the sheriff, and you, um, then we can all place a final bid in whatever order we want, which involves which lets you up the ante to try and one-up someone. Well, let's start off with a small bid of two million dollars. <laughs> what do you want, money? Oh <laughs> just leave, just leave my secret recipe alone. I mean, daughter. <laughs> That's a pretty good bid. Leave my secret daughter. I mean, recipe. I mean, oh. <laughs> All right, so place two million dollars as a bid that you have placed. All right, I have. You know, just well, my well. my traveling gold. <laughs> my deputy's not too good at anything, but uh, he is loyal, and he knows he's supposed to be guarding this train, so he's willing to put himself in a lot of harm if it means uh, saving that girl. Okay, you so you're gonna life. bid his, I bid his life, Liam. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then I will bid, like I said before, I'm going to bid Rodney, my ra- one of my random incompetent goons, as a distraction. So he's going to be, he, like, he, I don't know if he's coming to harm or not. We'll decide, whoever wins this is going to decide that. But he's up for grabs. He's in trouble. Because he's making me a distraction. And then the devil can decide if they want to interrupt before we go to our final bids, if you would like to be present. Um, I think... For now, the devil is just kind of going to sit and watch and see how this <laughs> okay. plays out. Is he, is, is he sitting on top of the train, just watching? Oh, he's sitting in the back of the car, smoking a big old cigar, and just kind of <laughs> smiling to himself. Perfect. And then, we all get to place a final bid, if anyone would like to one-up anyone else. Three million dollars. <laughs> Uh, you could. You could up your money, but more money isn't even more valuable at this point. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. You've already bid a sizable sum. Yep. But I don't know I if think... that's more valuable than the lives of Rodney and the deputy. Pretty, probably, yes. I would say yes. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think you're asking here? What kind of a fool question is that, son? I s- <laughs> Money is definitely worth more than these stupid labs. <laughs> What's this guy even? Just some kind of deputy? Yeah. <laughs> Not even a share. Nope. The sheriff's pawn. Probably like, what, 10,000? Max. <laughs> Alright. So. So who gets the major bid? Who decides? We all vote, right? We all vote based on who you th- who we hmm. think spent the most. And that's up to the entire table. Can we, can we go over the bids again? Uh, we have bid the dep- uh, Rodney's life and limb. We have hmm. bid uh, the deputy is going to risk anything. And we have bid two million dollars. Hmm. I'm, I'm gonna say Rodney. I'm, I'm supporting Rodney as the major bid this scene. <laughs> Okay. I'm gonna second the vote for Rodney. Alright. Then, uh, unless the devil has a say in it, I think that means that Rodney is going to be placing the major bid, and I'm gonna probably get away with this heist. 
I'll make it to see unanimous. Okay. <clears throat> so, Rodney runs forward to distract the deputy, and the two of them get in a scuffle, which ends with Rodney getting arrested and the deputy getting injured in some way. And that's going to be my cause harm to the sheriff. You get to determine how how I hurt the deputy. Uh, he got caught right in the leg by a shot. Bullet to the knee. Mm-hmm. Oh, no and while happens. that was going on, um, Starchild is not interested in your $2 million bid, but she'll take it anyway and run out. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, no, my pocket gold. <laughs> <laughs> my traveling daughter. I just grab a bag of money, the daughter under the other arm, and I... That was my favorite dollar sign bag. <laughs> so now I have loads of money. And I also have uh, the Baron's daughter, Freedom Tex. Man, this outlaw made out like a bandit. Yeah. And I'm at the back of the train Damn. now. Um, ready to go. Would any, who would like to set the next scene? Uh, I. It would make sense for, I don't know, the, the rest of the sheriff's posse? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah the I sheriff could that. set a scene if you want to show up. <laughs> We're still not in, you're still not in town, right? It's train still. The train is close to town. Like, it's probably going to be pulling in with this next scene. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, the sheriff will be coming out to meet the train when it arrives, and immediately it's clear there's a problem. There's uh, a person with a bag of money on the top of the train. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, she's going to, it's not quite enough time to round up a militia, but she can call on her enforcers to uh, put a stop to this before Starchild gets away. Alright. Um. I'm going to bid the luck of the devil. I'm going to get a lucky break during the scene to get me out of it. Bad sheriff. Hmm. Hmm. I will. Well, your enforcers are showing up, so you could just bid yeah. their presence. Yeah, I'll bid their presence. Okay. You got a show of force going for you. And is anyone else present? Because I think everyone could be present here now since we're at the train station. I think the stranger is in town, but he's not going to be involved in this. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'll say the, the, the preacher showed up. He's waiting for somebody else on the train. You know, trains carry a lot of people. Services are over. He's he's waiting at the station. He's there. Alright. Will you be bidding anything, Reverend? Um, let's see. What have I got on hand that I could bid? Something I... to make the luck of the devil, I hope. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be bidding, uh... Let's see. Looking at this list, one that just seems fun uh, is uh, food, water, and shelter to spare. Yeah. Hmm. For, I suppose, who forever needs it. You know, intended for the the person on the train he's waiting for, but that may not shake out that way. (laughs) We're just going to give the outlaw food and shelter now. (laughs) In in addition to the $2 million and the secret recipe and the daughter. I am That's a hanging offense right here for you. (laughs) Dang. Okay. Alright, um, is anyone else present? Would the devil like to make a bid? 
Um. Well, I want to see if anyone else is present first. Okay. Is is that everybody? I think so. The sheriff is making a stand. Yeah. I don't know if the Baron wants to do anything from inside the train. Strange. I'm inside, uh, I'm inside the train. This is an outside the train scene. Okay. Uh, then, the Baron's um, too busy throwing his hat to the ground and picking it up and throwing it down again. <laughs> oh, Snozbear. Dang it, Happy. <laughs> the, um, the devil's power is called a deal with the devil. And essentially the way it works is that I can take a bid and offer it to anybody involved in the scene. And if you take it, you get that as part of your bid. But everything in it has to happen to you. Yep. And you can bid things just like anyone else can, so you can bid extra stuff beyond your resources too. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to start simple right now though, and I'm going to offer to the players... Exactly what you need. I'm gonna take that if no one wants it. Everyone wants it, but I'm gonna take it. <laughs> Alright. I think the outlaw wants to get schmoozy with the devil. I'll allow it. <laughs> okay. Good. I knew oh, you would. You're, the, you're the worst preacher. <laughs> I'll go ahead and... Don't worry, I'll, I'll allow the devil to help this criminal. Souls must fall before they can be saved. <laughs> No, haven't you read the rules? You you rise and then fall after. You haven't actually read the Bible, have you? <laughs> <laughs> so I think what the star child um, wants, since I have both the luck of the devil and exactly what I need on my side, I'm pretty sure I'm going to just win this scene since everyone else is basically bidding their presence. <laughs> it's true. And, um... I'm going to say that the train station is in the center of town, and that there's a bunch of buildings along the along the way before the train gets here. And she and her two goons that are left are going to jump off the train onto one of the buildings, and that gives us exactly what we need as an escape route, and we're going to run across the rooftops to the edge of town. Before the train even gets to the stations, the enforcers are left there like, oh, well that's... where's the criminal? <laughs> And the food and shelter and exactly what you need, or the food mm-hmm, and shelter, mm-hmm. um, go to whoever needs it really, because I'm I've got exactly what I need. I'm could, on my way out. Could that uh be like that place you found on the edge of town be the the preacher's house? It could be. I could be hiding in your attic <laughs> with oh, a no, child you're... hostage and my two goons. I know you're busy now. <laughs> Nobody saw that hider in the attic. This is terrible. Forget I said. Okay, I think that'd be fun. <laughs> okay. Oh right, and everyone who made a scene, mark an X on your. There's this like a scene spot. So mark an X that you've made a scene. So that would be, uh, the sheriff and the baron so far. Yep, I'm done. Okay. All right. Who else wants to make a scene? I can make a quick scene where I'm hiding away. Now that I'm successfully out of town. Okay, because I was going to suggest a scene where uh, the preacher comes home and finds that, yes, that's exactly what happened. We can do that after <laughs> there this. There are one. outlaws in the okay. okay. The only person who might intervene is the stranger. I don't know if they want to be present or not. Uh, mm, watching no. me running through town. Okay. Yeah. Well, I probably, wa- I probably saw. But stranger I could have been... Could, stranger's could have been power the, uh... is that you can be present without making a bit. Mm-hmm. So you could just be present and just watch so you know where I went. 
Also, the stranger could have actually been the intended recipient of the shelter and food. That's also true. That could have been who the Reverend was hoping to meet. Mm-hmm. Although you've been here for a day, so that doesn't make sense. Oh, yeah. Also, I one of my resources is I already have a room at the inn paid for. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, so Coraline, star child over here, makes it to the edge of town and finds the preacher's place. Ends up stowing away there because his attic window is open for some reason. So it's a perfect place to lay low and let the heat die down. Um, she's going to count out her money and make sure that Freedom Tex is not come to any harm. Two million dollars and two cents. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Perfect. Can't believe you got my two cents. Uh, See, I was thinking it was going to be a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was my two cents. It was, she it was took his, my two cents. It was the first and second cent he earned. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Alright, so that's my scene set. Um, okay, I want to set that scene I mentioned wanting to set. Yes. Okay. Is anybody going to insert themselves into the preacher coming home? After all this... I'm right there. All, all this foolishness. Nah, I'm busy. Okay. Raising a posse. Really, the only person who could is the devil or the stranger. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can we just assume the devil is always there, no matter what? As a yeah. preacher. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you smell cigar smoke in any scene. I'm around here somewhere. <laughs> I got my eye on you. Uh, okay. Uh, so, Tell us the circumstances. So yeah. After... Uh, well... Whoever that house guest was going to be decided not to stay and just keep on going because this town has uh, uh, people robbing trains and isn't a very nice place to be. So, just c- coming home rejected and a bit dejected, uh, just really hoping to get a fourth person to attend services. Can't even manage that. Uh, his head hung low. Uh, uh, the door creaks open, and inside is the, the, the motley band of, of Starchild and Mooks and uh, one uh, Ms. Tex. Probably tied to a chair. Probably tied to something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, and it's not time for anybody else to, to rise or fall yet, so. No, we no. got a couple more scenes. Got so. a couple more scenes. So I'm going to mark that I have set a scene. And yep. uh, in order to get control of this bid, I'm going to bet uh, the love of God. <laughs> I don't know if I have anything that can beat the love of God, actually. <laughs> Maybe the luck of the devil, but you spent that already. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a low profile for now. I don't know if I want the preacher to raise the alarm just yet, though. Um... Hmm. I'm going to threaten you with my pistol, so I will bid a threat. Okay. A threat of gunfire. Uh, Which loses. But, uh, you know, that's what I'm putting forth here. I'd say so at the moment. Uh, I'm going to vote in favor of the love of God, probably. Oh, I would vote in favor of the love of God, too, honestly. (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> Waiting for a last minute interjection from Satan. Uh, <laughs> or to have presence. And I think Satan already Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. See what it gets you. Alright, I'm going to cause harm. But I'm going to use my uh, power evangelical and uh, in the scene force uh, Starchild to uh, uh, bid her guilty conscience. I now have a guilty conscience. Oh no. Uh, so uh, the, the way this plays out uh, is uh, Reverend Cole comes home, sees this scene laid before him. A gun is pulled on him and uh, Starchild says... You picked a bad time to come home, preacher. Another hour and we'd have been gone. Uh, and so so Cole uh, takes off his hat and hangs it on the hook. And uh, he's still wearing his clerical collar. He, he doesn't pull that out. Still wearing that. Uh, as he sits down in th the one spare chair left in his sparse, dusty western uh, kitchen set. Uh, and says, no... I don't think I came home too early at all. You see, whenever there's people in need of forgiveness, done something wrong, gotta come straight in the eyes of the Lord. That's exactly where I need to be. And I'm sitting across from the table, the table from you, my gun in hand. But I have no intention to shoot. I don't really need to. Nah, I've... It's just a threat. There's a whole lot of confusion on that, uh train platform I heard tell of, and I figure you might have something to do with that. And I figure it ain't the first time you harm somebody. So, uh, taking your guilty conscience into account there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she looks away, thinking to past misdeeds. Now let me tell you just what you can do about that sort of feeling you got deep in your heart right now. Why don't you come Come to the Lord. Come to Sunday services. Confess your sins. I may just do, Preacher. Alright. I may just do. Preacher's game is to reform somebody who seems unreformable and make his church look awesome. <laughs> Dang, the Preacher's on his way. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much just reformed this bandit who had gotten away well, with everything so Well, I'm not reformed, so but I'm certainly second-thinking... You're guilty now. Yeah, I'm feeling guilty. And uh, that's that's that scene. Who wants to go next? I got a I question. Is it a scene? The Baron and, or the Devil and the Stranger? Um, how like how many more scenes are there till the end of the the game? How it works is um every every we're, everyone is going to get to rise or fall, and okay. yet after every rise and fall, everyone gets to set one scene. Okay. Um, well, it doesn't have to be everyone. The minimum is four. We could skip five and six if the game is carrying on too long. Okay, because I kind of... showdown scene. And at the showdown, uh, after the showdown, everyone gets one epilogue and then the game's over. Hmm. Because I kind of have a specific idea for what I want my character to do. Well, okay. Right, so and I think in a, lot of, in a lot of the straight... Listen, I have my ideas for what the stranger's going to do might have been more at the end. Well, you, All right. You can start laying groundwork right now. Yeah, okay. you can take a scene to your, set your what you scene. want to do. I'm gonna can like my I have this idea for a very very simple scene. Uh, okay. Where the stranger is gonna walk to the middle of the town, 
So there's a well in the middle of the town. It's got some benches around it you know, where people sort of mill about during the day. And he's going to need to uh, set his coffin next to the bench, take a seat on the bench, and start waiting. Oh boy. The stranger is certainly before. strange. Mm-hmm. So mysterious. Alright, so then you put an X on your scenes because you have set one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that just leaves the devil. The devil. The devil. El Diablo. Old Scratch. The Black Man. I'm gonna... <laughs> what? Hey, I don't know if I like that one. <laughs> it's it's fallen out of favor for obvious reasons, but it's a real like nickname for the that... devil. We can leave that one in the past. Okay. Alright. I'm trying to get my cat to be quiet. <laughs> uh, let's take it from the devil. If you wanted your cat to be quiet, maybe don't strap bells to it. <laughs> I mean, it's... It's being a... It's our ninjas. <laughs> the bell yeah. Um... So I'm setting up a scene right this second? Yes. Yep. Okay, I wasn't sure if there was something we needed to do almost setting. Okay, hang on. Max, stop. God almighty. <laughs> the devil is being annoyed by his cat. <laughs> no, okay. Um, the devil exasperatedly says, God almighty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah, that, nah. That was just me being southern. Um, okay, so this scene is going to take place in the preacher's home af- right after the outlaw leaves. Yep. And the preacher is at the door. And as All soon right. as he turns around, I'm sitting at the table with a big cigar in my mouth. <laughs> okay. All right. Is that all I need to say? or? Do you uh, just I guess now it's up to a bid between you and me to see how it plays out and what's up for okay. grabs in this scene. Okay. Now the preacher had a talk for a while. And then you let Starchild out in a peaceful fashion. I think uh, it, it ended. It probably ended with uh, the preacher letting you stay in the attic. Oh, that could work too. Yeah. So I'm going upstairs. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. I will place no bid, though. I don't have any any stake in this. It's just you two. Okay. All right, uh, Devil. What are you putting on the line? Um, I am going to bid. <sighs> I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. I mean, you're the devil. You could bid anything bad happening in general. <laughs> Pretty true. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I'm a. Why, why don't, like, do I have to bid first, or... Uh, since you set the scene, you bid first. But after right. you, you have placed the initial bid, you can ramp up in either order. Anyway, okay. you can place another bid. Okay, then I'm going to bid... I'm going to bid Ill Fortune falling on the Preacher. Ill Fortune falling on the Yeah, Ill Fortune. Uh, I'm up against ill fortune. Uh, Reverend Cole is, uh, going to bet, uh, um, a, uh, a, a sleepless night. Huh. 
Okay. Okay. Cause fortune tomorrow. You, you're, gonna, you're gonna raise? Mm. Anti up, devil. Nah, I think that's all I need. Okay. Uh, who, who wins, folks? I'm gonna vote major bid for the ill will. Yeah. Yes, it seems like it's gonna have a lot more lasting effects than a bad night's sleep. Yeah. And I feel like they might be related, too, so the devil is sort of getting his way, the ill will paused by your sleepless night. Mm-hmm. Uh, second uh, the vote. So, uh, how, how's this play out, Mr. Winner? Uh, Mr. You, as you turn around, you see me sitting at your kitchen table. And I just got this little smile on my face, and I say, very impressive, Reverend. For a moment there, I almost thought you believed what you were saying. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, what are you, what are you looking for... <laughs> uh, he says nervously. I think, I think you already know what I want, Reverend. Yeah. So the devil, are you going to cause harm or seize resources? Yeah. Uh, seize his soul. I am going to. <laughs> I'm going to. Uh... Hmm. You could gain something for yourself or take something from the preacher. That's how it what plays out, really. What you want? I am going to... Uh, I wonder if this is a little too early to play this. It's never see too it. early. Come on. I want, is it a fall? I want to seize a resource. Mm-hmm. I want to seize the love and respect of your entire community. Oh no! Oh, oh, like I ever had that. Have you seen attendance? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, that won't even be taking it from him. It's just that you will also. Yeah, exactly. I have a rise in mind that goes on that note, actually. All right. Uh, okay. So, See, so the devil has seized the preacher's community, basically, and you can put <laughs> that in your resources as something you have access to. I've hey. taken the shepherd's <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, The flock has gone astray. <laughs> that was quick. Yeah, that didn't take long. <laughs> Alright, so uh, s- something about this encounter, uh, you know, the, the, the Reverend feels a moment of weakness. He, he feels it weighing upon him, and he has awful, awful dreams that keep him up all night long. See you soon. Imagine so. If you just like talk to the, <laughs> yeah, the devil who <laughs> the literal has devil way than the preacher expected. <laughs> okay, uh, so now it's time for someone else to have a major scene, either their rise or their fall. I'll take a rise. I got one. I do okay. I let you go. Oh well. Uh, All right. Like I'll steal first. it. Because I'm fum- I'm fuming mad. <laughs> I just got swindled out of everything except my spare gold in my golden home and all of my various <laughs> various investments and stuff. My spare daughters. Yeah, all my <laughs> other daughters and also my one son I'll talk about. But I'm going to seize my prize. Eric Tex. Why did we name him that? It doesn't even go on with the rest of the family. 
It's like we were hoping for a black sheep. Anyway, I'm going to rise, which means that uh, somebody is massively indebted to me. I'm going... At one of the players is massively indebted to me. Who holds them? Uh, the sheriff. Nah. The sheriff is massively indebted to me. Due and mostly that's why to, you were here. Due mostly to the fact that I own the deed to half this town. More than half this town. And the sheriff comes out and he sees that I'm fuming mad. Your stupid deputy let me get stolen. They stick He can't even finish a sentence. <laughs> He's so mad he goes and buys the nearest hat store so he can throw all the hats in the dirt. <laughs> so that's the scene. I guess it's only the uh, only the sheriff and the and me in it so far. But anybody can can bid their way in if they want. Yep. And it's you two discussing the nature of their debt. Yeah. And what's to become of the debt. I'm going I'm going to start off by bidding the deed to half the town. Okay. Hmm. I will bid every bit of the political clout I've got left here, because despite the Baron owning half the town, he's not real popular with half the town. Makes sense. Must be true, but I, in turn, will raise that by adding the political clout of all the right people. <laughs> hmm. Namely, the governor. Yeah. When he holds up the deed to half the town, is it just a big paper that says the deed on it? It says yeah. the deed to half the town on it. The deed. <laughs> well, that's the small text. To <laughs> half the town. Yep. About maybe more than half the town. So I'm bidding not only owning half the town, but also having political clout with the man the sheriff probably reports to. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I can compete with that. I think the Baron's stealing the scene. Yeah, ba ba Baron wins the scene. Baron is going to raise an army of all the people in this town. We're going to track down that outlaw and bring her to, to, to justice. And the sheriff oh, is going to help me. Or else. I'm, I'm going to keep this lawful now. We're not going to... Sheriff is going to turn a blind eye to all this vigilante justice that I'm going to bring down on the outlaw. Oh. <laughs> so are you causing harm to I'm gonna, him? Uh, I'm going to seize resources. Okay. Say, with the uh, with a bunch of townsfolk with pitchforks. Yeah, it sounds like you seized my militia. Yeah, I seized the I seized the militia. All right. And then instead of writing an X, you now write that you rose. So. I'll rise. And done. All right, and now we all get to set a scene in whatever order, except the Baron can't go twice in a row. Okay. Uh... Gunning for you, Star Child. Well, I got a thought. Mm -hmm. okay. okay. Well, it just so happens that uh, the Baker was walking by the Preacher's house the other day and saw him chatting with Star Child. So we're going to take our posse and get over there. Ah. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Some of that ill fortune for you. All, all those people that used to respect me. Oh, yeah, now they're on my side. The devil's side. Whoa, hold on a second here. <laughs> Somebody say my name? Well, I mean, I got my recipe from you. All right, so That's we're setting a scene with the preacher, the sheriff, and the star child. Where you're trying to root me out. Seems that way. Is the outlaw there? Or the, I'm not sure, the, the Baron there? Oh? 
is that, or is this a Baron? Are, are you just going a, along your posse, or is this? Or doesn't sound like a very Baron. Letting the Baron in on this, or are you going by yourself? I'll, I'll take. I don't have much choice but to take the posse with me. Where it's gotten around, they'll take the Baron's posse, but not the Baron. The Baron's just sitting in some place, counting additional piles of money. <laughs> As he does, I spare traveling money, <laughs> my extra money, in my other suit. In my other train that I also brought. <laughs> yeah. All right, Sheriff, place your opening bid. I'm going to bid most of the bullets I've got in my gun to try to keep this civil. What <laughs> 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 oh, could be more civil than violence? That's not civil. <laughs> I'm trying to keep them from lynching both of you. This is the most civil lynch <laughs> mob I've ever seen. <laughs> Yes, through the use of bullets, it becomes highly civil. <laughs> just shooting uh, cash houses and they're all having tea. Uh, what's Starchild's bid? I, I want to hold back a bit. Unless yeah. you want to hold back and then I'll just go. Um, I'm going to bid a menacing reputation. Hopefully, they won't be messing with me too much because I'm scary. Okay. Sheriff will probably mess with me. <laughs> but I don't think the mob will want to. Uh, Reverend Cole is going to dip back into uh, the things on the sheet for the word of God to justify whatever you need it to. Right. So there's that. I would like to offer a bid to everyone. <laughs> oh. Okay. One of my good? favorite of the seven deadly sins. Mm-hmm. Wrath. I'll Ooh. take that. Right. Oh, the sheriff's wrath is on his side. I, I'm in a bad mood today after the Baron screwed me up. <laughs> Alright. This is looking pretty bad for me now. Oh man, playing the devil's so fun. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, who says... Let's see, do I want to... Yeah, what I need to raise. I've got the word of God. So you're probably safe right now. But I'm not. I'm you know what? I'm, I'm going to, to hold with my uh, initial bit of just the word of God to justify whatever I need it to. Yeah. I think I'm going to raise because there's a lot of bullets being used and there's going to be some injuries. Who gets them is up in the air, but there's some injuries probably to me and my crew. I will refine that bid depending on what. Yeah, and I'm just going to bid injuries to... My crew. I'll get out fine. But my two goons are in a bad spot with all these bullets flying. Okay, so it looks like the current bids are reputation plus injuries. Yep. Most of my bullets plus wrath. And the word of God. I'm inclined to believe that wrath is winning this. Wrath and mostly bullets seems like it's going to come out on top. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Rather than just being scary and some nice words. I'm bidding to lose. <laughs> I'm gonna say the major bit is the bullets and the wrath. All right. the, wrath the wrath of the devil, no less. Sheriff, take <laughs> it away. Alright. Well, the posse's in a pretty bad mood, so I'm gonna try to take command here early. I fire my gun into the air and yell out into the house Reverend, we know you've got her in there, so why don't y'all both come out peaceful like? Okay, so the, the door opens and the Reverend walks out and in his full vestments, which is odd because it's Monday. Uh, yeah. Almost like he didn't sleep. Almost. 
or he's trying to make an impression. Right. And uh, he begins delivering, uh, you know, very attentive film goers will, will notice. It's the same uh, uh, scripture as in his opening scene, but delivered with a different emphasis. And instead of being uh, 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 his usual interpretation of the par uh, parable, he's now going for uh, absolute forgiveness and in uh, uh, defeating uh, uh, evil and temptation through demonstrating kindness to even the least, even the uh, the, the least worthy of it. Very uh, clever. Yeah. So I am not in the mood right now, so I'm going <laughs> to shove the reverend out of the way and get into the house. Wrathfully, one might say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some might say the wrath of the devil is behind your eyes. And I think right now, um, there's still that attic window that we mentioned before. Mm -hmm. I think me and my crew are going to like dive out of that window and try to make a break for it, but the sheriff sees us before we get too far. I go gun first. Yeah, and that's going to hit probably both of my goons, and then it depends on how this ends, it's up to you. But I'm going to try to escape with Freedom Tex under one arm. Two dead goons seems pretty wrathful. I'm going to say I hit Freedom Tex in the leg on your way. Yes! Ooh. Ooh, so caused harm. Freedom is now injured. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I think that's the bit I'm going to make. You're shooting wild, and Freedom Tex is now injured. And my goons are probably dead. <laughs> or at least they're injured and captured. They are no longer in my care. Yeah. Alright, I think I'll set the next scene then. I'm running through town for my life. That seems useful. Yeah. Seems like something you'd do in this situation. Alright, um, I'm going to bid my low profile for now. I'm going to find somewhere and hide. Uh, do I want to... Yes. The, the, the preacher is going to get himself even deeper into this mess. Uh, of course. Yes. And he's gonna he's gonna bid uh, the the food in his kitchen in a in a bundle. <laughs> hmm. Supplies for the road, maybe. We'll see how it gets used, but that's that's on the table. I, I'm not personally in this scene, but can I bid something on behalf of freedom? Yes, actually, you can. All of I want to bid. I want to bid an uprising of freedom. Tech. She's had enough of this. She got shot. She's very mad. She's very oh, angry. She is a spoiled brat of a child. She's a spoiled brat, and she's been physically hurt. She just got grazed, but it's like the only time in her life she's been slightly uncomfortable. So she's very, okay. very mad at you. All right. That makes sense. <clears throat> Sheriff, you are probably still present. What are you doing? I am getting my loyal horse so I can run you down. Oh, boy. I think I will need to raise a bid. Yeah, you already gave, you gave up your horse for escapes. Oh. Hmm. All right. Wait, what was that bid? The Freedom Tex is going to escape from her struggling. Hmm. Hmm. I'm fine so I'm sitting with what I did. I'm fine sitting with what I did, too. Okay. And I think Freedom will provide a distraction because the sheriff owes a deck to the Baron, so he's going to stop and help her rather than run me down. This is true, probably. Yeah. 
All right. So is that my major bid then? I'm gonna, like. say, I'm gonna say so. Yep. All right. My seize resources. I'm going to seize the resource that uh, I found. Mm, I don't actually think there's anything for me to seize here, so I'm just going to cause harm. Um, I don't know what to cause harm to either. I'm going to say the sheriff. Place a bid. What can, harm did I cause? You can seize your freedom. Oh, let's see. Yeah, I think that's that makes sense. I'm going to seize my freedom. Not the character freedom. You gave up. You gave up that freedom for your actual. Freedom. I gave. Yeah, I gave up freedom tax for personal freedom. Let's see. Um. Can I bid that you uh took a shot at me and it hit my badge? Yeah. Yes, you can. Okay. That's exactly what the badge is for. <laughs> That's really all it does in these movies. <laughs> a, t- a very tiny bullet shield. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's my scene set. I got away. That was actually the original title of that Michael Chiklis crime show. <laughs> and th- they shortened it down a lot. <laughs> so I'm going to, s- let's say that Freedom Tex kicked you in the shin and ran to the sheriff and in the confusion you got away pretty much. Yeah, she limped her way to Freedom. Yeah. And I got away in the confusion. Who would like to place the next scene? Dang it, I lost all the food in my kitchen. <laughs> oh yeah, how, how many? Maybe I stole it. Yeah. I ran off with it. I have food now. Uh, how many scenes left are there in this room? Um, we've only set two, so another three? Four. Okay. Or however many. I'm gonna go would last. Would you like to take a scene? You wanna go last? Yeah. Okay. Mark the food in my kitchen down on my sheet. Uh... Alright. So we've had Baron and the Sheriff set a scene. scene. Yeah. Oh, that's it so far, actually. We still need the... Oh, the Sheriff set a scene. Never mind. So yeah, yeah, Baron, Sheriff, Outlaw set scenes. Yes. So either the Devil or the Preacher or the Stranger can go. Stranger wants to go last. Uh, But not everybody everybody has to go, remember. Yes, we can skip. Devil, you got anything in mind? Nate? 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 Are you muted? Or <laughs> oh, sorry, gone? I was muted, yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't have anything right this second. Uh, okay. uh, let's let's just skip to the stranger and make this a short round. Alright. Okay. Uh, this whole time, it's all this mess been going on around town with posses running up and down the streets, hollering and shooting. Stranger hasn't paid it any mind. He's just uh, sitting on his bench. He's got his arms, uh, his hands like folded. Just looking straight at the ground, saying, Gonna make our stand. Today, here. Just who is, you don't even know who he's talking to. And nobody, not even really loud enough for other people can hear. But that's pretty much all he's done this whole time, since he's uh, sat down. I, I can imagine all the people, like, buying a ticket to watch Laws Out, the Lost Western. And every time they cut to the stranger, like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> what is he doing? Why does this guy uh, Okay, so I guess that's the round. Someone else is up for a major scene of rise or fall. A rise or fall. I cannot rise. <laughs> I have done so, so I cannot choose. Yep. 
Yeah. Well, you two have already done it, right? That's what so I'm saying. Yeah, we can't okay. do it. Our major scenes are set. So it's the preacher, the sheriff, the devil, and me? Yep. Okay. I'm still bidding, I'm still uh, pushing for mine to be last. Okay, I can go. I have nothing else. I'm not, I can't rise as the devil, and I'm not ready to fall. Alright, so yeah. Seems like a pretty creature who can rise or fall. And the sheriff I, I who can think rise I or... heard the sheriff saying it might be time for a sheriff scene. Yeah, I could do a rise. Alright. <laughs> he rises the sting, which means I am not off the hook. <laughs> oh, you might be surprised. Oh, okay. Uh, I got a hold of Freedom Tex here and started talking to her, and I have learned that the Baron was originally in cahoots with you. You just double-crossed him. What? Ah! She blabbed. <laughs> <laughs> so, after a quick talk with my posse, we're going to go over and uh, round him up and see if he knows where your hideout is. Oh. Okay. So, me and me and you, then. You are being cornered by the posse, Baron. By the whole posse! Um, I'm going to bid my coach wagon complete with driver to get out of ta- get out of here to get away from the posse. <laughs> See, um, hmm, I will bid the life and limb of my few left loyal enforcers I have left to see if they can slow him up. I just drive over them. <laughs> <laughs> oh god well not if you ante up your bid and you get narrative control um hmm nah I'm fine with the losing I guess if if that's what's yeah, gonna cause, happen cause if those are the final bids I'm going with the sheriff winning myself <laughs> yeah. that's my vote alright so the forces are bidding life and limb stop you from getting away in your coach Hmm. They how just does it happen, so, yeah, how does this go? I'm gonna vote for the Baron comically trying to get away, but then his wheel, like, the, the Forcers are pushing his wagon over. <laughs> oh, and it crushes the Enforcers on the other side? <laughs> <laughs> well, they're not gonna... They're gonna get on one side. They're not... Come on. Well, some of them are gonna die. How is it gonna happen? Actually, the Devil could offer up a bid, too. Maybe the the Baron when he rolls out of the the his money comes spilling out and there's the so Baron much is of ex- it. the Baron is extremely heavy and they when he falls out of the wagon it crushes two people. <laughs> and also, and also his his backup tertiary traveling money that was in the wagon. <laughs> the emergency travel money reserves. <laughs> <laughs> I've only got seven emergency uh, piles of money left. The anti sheriff, how is this going down? Let's see. Well, uh, my enforcers get out in front of the wagon. There, manage to get a circle around. He doesn't stop though. Uh, so he runs them right down. But uh, it slows oh, no, him up enough Baron's that I can. <laughs> slows him up enough that I can ride up alongside and I grab him sharply by the collar and said, look, you're coming down to the jailhouse. You pulled him right out of his coach. <laughs> oh no. All 400 pounds of him. Shit, Terminator! <laughs> yeah. Uh, he hits the ground pretty quick, but adrenaline's a hell of a thing. 
Just rip that thing open like a tuna can. <laughs> we know right. what you've done, Sheriff. Alright, you're causing harm to force him to bid his freedom. Yep. Blacksmiths right. are very strong. This is in this is a character thing. Baron is now <laughs> under arrest. Oh no, I'm under arrest. <laughs> Alright, now he I'll just the I'll just buy the jail. I already own the deed to the jail. It's on the half the town I own. <laughs> All right. Do you think it's just half the things, or is there a big line down <laughs> the center? There's a white line that goes down the middle of town. <laughs> okay. All right. 